Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gay Men Going Deeper. This is a podcast by the Gay Men's Brotherhood where we talk about personal development, mental health, and sexuality. Today, I'm your host. My name is Michael Diario. I'm a life and wellness coach specializing in sexuality, relationships, and self-confidence. And today, our topic is body confidence. So some of the things we'll be talking about in today's episode is where does body confidence come from? Uh, talking about dealing with the pressure pressure to look a certain way, uh, what prevents us from feeling more confident in our bodies, and how to reach your body goals and be kind to yourself in the process. So to help me with this amazing, juicy topic, I have a special guest. We have Jared Bruce Lee, who helps gay men look good naked. So Jared, thank you for joining us today. And why don't you take some time to introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, hi Michael. Thank you so much for having me here. So for those who don't know me, I'm Jared Brisley. I help gay men specifically look good naked, CEO founder of the Daring Academy. Uh, I've personally struggled with body confidence for a long time in my life, and we help gay men a lot on the fitness, nutrition, so physically how to transform, but really it's about that inward transformation, how to develop that body confidence from the inside out. So you fall in love with yourself so you feel comfortable, confident in your own skin, no matter what shape, size you currently are at. That's perfect. I love that you said from the inside out because that's my tagline is self-confidence from the inside out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Thank you so much, Jared. So let me start off by giving the audience a little bit of an understanding for why I wanted to do this episode and why I invited Jared uh, to help me with this. So um, I like to describe body confidence, similar to what you just said, Jared, there's the ability to feel good in your body, regardless of the shape or size. Um, now, in my private coaching, uh, I help I help guys build genuine self-confidence from the inside out. And one of the first things I do as a coach is uh, I take a closer look into why they're not feeling confident already, right? Like what's what's going on, what's the, what's the source? And so often what I'll hear is something about someone's body, right? They might feel too fat or too thin or too scrawny or too old or too hairy or whatever it may be. But it, it usually goes into something about their appearance. Um, often what happens is, is we are comparing ourselves to some kind of ideal out there and we just come up short most of the time. And that of course has a, has a negative impact on your self-confidence if you're always looking at someone else and coming up short. Uh, and when you don't have that self-confidence, that really true, you know, sense of self, it impacts how you show up in the world. It impacts how you show mm. up in the dating world. It impacts your sex life. It impacts your overall health. It could even impact the way you show up in your career or at work, right? So having the sense of confidence, even if it's pertaining specifically to your body, does impact other areas of your life, right? So I think that body mm. confidence specifically, or I guess the lack of body confidence is a real big problem that a lot of gay guys deal with. Mm. Now, there is a school of thought out there that says we shouldn't care about our appearances. It's vain to want to look good. You shouldn't be posting gym selfies. And I want to say mm. right from the beginning, that is not my school of thought. I think that is bullshit, 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 bullshit. Okay. I think it's perfectly normal to want to look good, right? People mm. want to look good. And mm. I think that's a wonderful thing. It's also perfectly normal to like want that validation from other people. That's we're built as a human species who want that validation. It's perfectly normal. And it's also perfectly normal to want to put your best self forward, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. So mm. I want to, I want to put that out there from the beginning, but I have a, I have a big, but I'm talking about the <laughs> T but not the other, but um, I do believe, I really do believe that there is a point where body goals or fitness goals, whatever it may be, can become harmful. And I'm really excited to talk to Jared about that today. So these things can be like body image obsession, addiction, body dysmorphia, having unrealistic standards. And I agree that all of these are very, very real problems that gay guys in our community have to deal with a lot. I see that a lot. But the answer is not to not care about how you look. Mm. And that's the crux of today's episode. I really, we both, Jared and I both really want you to feel good in your body, but not at the expense of your mental health. So that's what we're doing here today. Right, Jared? How powerful. Yeah, that's every single point you just uh, hit on there, Michael, right? With uh, when they're wanting to look good naked, wanting to look good, and then people often combat it with this, what we call the 
I call this toxic body positivity where it becomes you're not allowed to want to look good uh, and you want to embrace all of it. Embrace those desires, embrace those wants, because if you reject those, it's just as it actually gets just as harmful. Yeah. Um, but what we found, right, is the more you can embrace those desires and also embrace what you just shared about the pressures. We found it recently on my Instagram account, right, we had about 500 plus votes. 98% of gay men feel like there's too much pressure to look a certain way. Yeah. So that's a very real problem that we definitely need to tackle. I'm excited to tackle it here today with you, Michael, fully open, right? Um, but the answer, it is not to say, I do not care. Yeah. It doesn't matter because that's actually pushing away the part, the part of yourself that is true and authentic. Awesome. So I think, you know, I'm glad, happy you mentioned Instagram. We'll, I'm sure we'll be talking about that quite a bit today. So yeah. I, I can already tell Jared that there's going to be a, a lot of people who maybe already follow you on Instagram or follow me on Instagram who are watching us now on YouTube. And they might mm. be thinking something like, oh, it's easy for you guys to have body confidence because of the way you look or when you look the way you look. So mm. how do you respond to that? That's a big one. Okay. So I struggled with my body confidence for a long time. So I've had to, number one, work to get to where I am at today. At the same time, right, is even when, um, we're gonna dive a lot deeper with this um, together, Michael, was three, about five years ago, pretty much body-wise, I already made a big transformation. I looked exactly how I was envisioning wanting to look. But there was so much still, that self-doubt, that gnawing voice inside that didn't feel good enough. Um, so my answer to that is just by transforming your body isn't actually going to solve everything. Uh, there's a lot of inner work that needs to happen. There's a lot of inner work. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I, I could say my, my story is very similar uh, in, in terms of the reasons why I started you know, a, a fitness routine back in the day versus the reasons why I do it now, it's completely changed. And I will agree with you. A lot of the clients that I have, you know, you might look at them and say, oh, this person, you know, they look great. They, they have that traditional, stereotypical, conventional, sexy look, but mm. deep down, right, they still struggle with a lot of different things, right? So all this to say what I coach on, which is basically that confidence is an inside job. I know mm. it's so easy to think that it comes from, you know, your body or your relationship or your bank account or the job you have or your social status or the friends you have. And it's so easy to mm. think that that's true, but I can tell you that that's not where it comes from. It absolutely is yeah. an inside job. So thank you so much for, for shedding light yeah. on that. Can, can I add something here on this, Michael, is um, I do want for, especially if someone's listening, if you're listening right now and thinking, okay, yeah, they have it easier, et cetera. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, right? It's like listening to someone say with lots of money, saying money doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm going to be fully upfront and say it's it does. It's, it's changed. It's the way that I people respond to me in this world today versus ten years ago is very different. Um, so looking a certain way, it does have give you certain things, whether it's more validation, compliments, sexual attention. All of that and i'll be a liar if i said that that doesn't happen um but the true thing here though is it exactly what you shared michael right is there's so many people with these clients i've helped too they look beautiful already and they come to me they still want to look a certain way um and a lot of the work is actually okay what needs to happen on the inside so there's both things um and my whole philosophy is right um rather than choosing one why not have both why not look the way you want and feel the way that you want and feel confident on the inside? Amen. I love that. Why not have both? Exactly. So one of the things that people might be thinking when I tell them that confidence mm. is an inside job and you know that, right? They'll say, well, then if it comes from your mind, then why bother going to the gym? Why bother eating well? Why bother with all yeah. this stuff if you could just change the way you think? So what would you say to that? Yeah, I would say so. I, I see fitness and nutrition, no matter how you want to if you say I'm I'm totally happy with the way that I look, that's cool. Working out nutrition is, I believe, is fundamental for any single person on this planet. If you're not eating well, if you're not looking after your body, you're not going to physically feel good. You're not going to mentally function well. Um, but I see it as as a. I like to put it under three buckets, Michael. So 
three buckets. Obviously, it's a bit of a generalization in the real world. It's gray lines all over the place, right? But three buckets. So bucket number one, I see it as people say, okay, this is all the external media uh, telling me I need to look a certain way. I don't want to look like that. I don't want abs. I don't want that. That's all bullshit. I don't care. Um, I'm just going to do whatever heck I want. I don't I don't care. Okay. I, body positivity, I look fine. But then what I often find out when we dig a bit deeper, and for some people, they might have to do this, but I, I believe a lot of you guys hearing this now, there's that gnawing voice at the back of the mind saying, when you look yourself in the mirror, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like the belly. I don't like the love handles. I feel self-conscious. You're out in public. All of those voices is hanging there. If that's happening, that's affecting how you show up in the world. That's affecting your life. So that's bucket number one, right? I don't want to conform. I don't care. And then we're going to bucket number two is we go into the other extreme is going, okay, I'm going to work as hard as I can to look a certain way. I need to look like this fitness model. I need to have six pack abs. I have to, if I don't look like that, I'm not good enough. Okay. And you do everything you can. You work out hard. You, you do everything, diets, all of that. And then that creates another set of problems. And then what I prefer for myself and the people we help is bucket number three is you go, okay, I'm going to create my own definition of how I want my body to look and feel like so I can think well, I can function well, I can feel good in my body, I can love myself in the mirror, I can love all of this, and then I'm going to work hard and make it happen. I'm going to work out, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to eat well, I'm going to look after myself and create this. And this is 100% defined by me. And when you do that, boom, body confidence is so much easier rather than bucket number one or two. Yeah, I love that. Very, very good way to describe it. And I'm, I'm with you on that. But let's be honest, I know for me, I didn't start off on bucket number three, it was definitely a journey to get there. Um, I think I yeah. started off more in the two. For me, it was more of a bucket number two. And then I eventually, mm. through my own work, got to three. What, what's, what about you? What motivates you to, to work out and want to improve your body? Yeah, let's start. Okay, so a defeat, let's start from the beginning, right? A lot of that drive before who I am today is very different from even three years ago, four years ago, the drive in the beginning. So I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this was literally going on dating apps and facing rejection, getting ghosted. People saying, Hey, you know, the message was like, Hey, how are you? No response or whatever that looks like. And every time, especially when I was a teenager, early twenties, that was a big sting was a big, I felt crushed where there was uh, dating online, Grindr, Tinder, whatever that looks like. I took it very personally and I felt a lot of uh, shame and anger, frustration. And a bit of the drive was actually, I just want to change my dating life. And that was a big, big drive there. Um, and then like you shared, Michael, right? Is that gradual change of, okay, I started to look after myself, exercise well, each better, I started feeling more confidence and it started to change. It started to morph and, and into bucket number three. Okay. Um, so now would you say what happens when you are, are you always in bucket number three or do you find yourself kind of going back a little than having to bring yourself back? Yeah, that's good. I, I would be, I'll be lying if I said I was always just bucket number three, right? Uh, but I would say, yeah, a good solid 90, 95 plus percent of the time. I'm just like, heck, I feel the difference today, right? Um, obviously, this journey to get here, I define my worth not so much on how other people respond. Um, especially, you probably know this, Michael, doing the work that we do, you got to have a thick skin you got to be able to take on different things um i get i get comments dms whatever it is all the time whether positive or negative and it rolls off me because i don't take it so if someone gives you a compliment in the past right i go all the way to the top of my head think i'm the best thing in the world someone gives me a negative comment i slide all the way down but now I define the self-worth of actually my worth is defined by how I act, how I show up for myself on a daily basis. Um, and if I'm following through with what I'm doing, that's where that uh, internal validation lies. And that, that's that been a game changer. 
Totally. Um, and if I do, yeah, and if I do find myself slipping backwards, right, all of that, I've got my husband, people around me that bring me back as well. Yeah. Yeah, very well yeah. said. And on this podcast, our, our listeners who have listened to a number of our episodes know that we talk a lot about that internal building of the internal validation, um, mm. as well as also accepting the external. Because like I said in the beginning, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. It's perfectly fine that you want that. But also when it's making sure mm. that there's that balance. So I love that you mentioned that, um, mm. that, that balance between both. And I didn't realize, Jared, but our stories are actually quite similar. When I started my fitness journey or, you know, mm -hmm. my desire to like want to start working on what I look like and whatnot, it came from the exact same thing. I was recently mm -hmm. single, came out of a relationship and uh, I was on dating apps. It was about the time that Grindr was, you know, becoming a thing. And so I was like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. this is cool. I'm going to try this out. But yeah, very, very similar story. So yeah. my, my going to the gym. That's how I started doing it. I, I go to a gym. Um, it was only because I felt I had to, like I have to, in order to mm. find a mate and compete. Like notice the words I'm using. I have to, to compete. It's very icky sticky language, but that's what I did. And that's what, that's what got me there in the first place. And I will say this, it worked. Mm. I did it. I did it through a lot of self-loathing, but it worked. Uh, I got the body mm. that I kind of wanted. I, I looked, I looked the part. I'm using air quotes for those who can't see me. Um, and yes, I got that attention. Guess what? I started getting more people messaging me. I started getting more people interested in me. I got people coming up to me at the gym, people, you know, giving me attention on the dance floor, on social media. But so what? Right. So I did all that. And guess what? Yeah. Was I happier? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> all that happened was I was getting people who wanted me for the body or there was that very much that sex for sports so just having this fun and kind of knocking it off your your bucket list or your to-do list and then moving on to the next guy and yes i will say that was fun and it did feel good for a while but it didn't last it got very tedious and it got very lonely and similar to what you were saying about the validation the compliments i be i found that i became like a prisoner like my self-worth was really dependent on everybody else do you mm -hmm. like me or do you not like me? If you like me, yay, I'm on top of the world. If you don't, then I'm on like, I feel like shit. And this is very up and down. Like it was just all over the place. So all that was coming from was how other people perceived me. And I never got the intimate connection I really, really wanted. I got a lot of surface level connection. Um, so yeah, then, then I started to shift things and I went through my own sort of process um, to really define yeah. what I want and what, what makes, when I look in the mirror, I want to look good for me, not for somebody else or whatever you know not trying to yeah. look like somebody else but just wanting to say yeah you know what michael good job i like the way you look today yeah 100 percent there michael and i i i'm sure a lot of uh can, i'm gonna make a slight detour here in terms yeah. of what you just mentioned with that validation because my personal experience i found right when i've done the deep work a lot of it came from where does it come from childhood right is my parents my dad I didn't get a lot of validation from my dad um it's, it's almost, almost a double whammy right so if you're there's sexuality so we have to struggle where there's a struggle of owning our sexuality and feeling like there's something wrong with us as a kid because we're gay and fighting that and then when we you put yourself out there into the gay world you find out actually you're being rejected there too and it's like wow where do I what, what it felt like for me was where do I even sit in this world? Um, but uh, was it going with that? With my, with my dad, right? So healing a big part of that was also part of this confidence of going, okay, what happened there? Um, why am I rejecting myself so much? Why do I think I'm not good enough? Um, and that made a big, big difference too. Yeah. And, and that's just it. I find that the, the more we work on ourselves, the, 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 impact of it reverberates all over, like in your relationships, in your career, in your physical health, um, all of these yeah. things. And I think that that work that, you know, the way that you, the way that you teach fitness and stuff um, is mm. very, I think that the way that you do it, the way that you teach it, it's going to be, people are going to find lasting change versus just like a boot camp or like where it's only focused on that surface level stuff. Yeah. So it, that's something we see a lot, right? So um, we've looked at long lasting results is when you look for that quick fix, okay, I'm just going to do this diet. I'm going to do this 10 week challenge and I'm going to transfer my body so that I can look a certain way that does not last. That does not last. Yeah. yeah. I get um, on, on Instagram. Um, I get some people like I'll post a gym selfie here and there. And I mean, obviously I, I post a lot about wellness. That's what I do. And I'll get a lot of people who like have a hard time or have a problem with the fact that I, I post a gym selfie. 
And they'll mm. say things like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be posting that. It's detrimental. So, you know, you're part of the problem, like these kinds of comments. And it just makes me laugh because I'm like, okay, like that's one way to look at it. Um, but that's not the, like, the, it's like, they seem to know why I go to the gym and why I post these selfies. I'm like, it's not for the reason you think it is. Right. When people say, oh, well then why do you, why do you go to the gym? And why do you, why do you want to look like that? It's yes. It's about looking good. Like I said, at the beginning, I want to look in the mirror and say like, damn girl, you look good. <laughs> like and say that to yeah. myself or myself <laughs> yeah. first and foremost. And then if other people say it, great. And if not, that's fine too. But for me, the reason why I go to the gym now, so right. I, I kind of gave you the backstory before. The reason I go now, honestly, it is for me very much um, a self-care aspect. I don't know. I don't know if self-care is the right word. Maybe it's more like a self-trust, right? Or self-discipline. Like mm. that sense of, of accomplishment when I say to myself, okay, Michael, I want to, my goal is to go three times a week to the gym. Okay. When I hit those three times, I feel so good about myself and it actually develops the relationship with myself, not even about the workout I did or whatever, but like I said, I was going to do this thing and then I fucking did it. And like, yeah. that is such a sense of self-trust and self-discipline, that sense of accomplishment that that's what builds the confidence is like, oh, I said yeah. I'm going to do it and I did it right on top yeah. of that. Of course, the physical benefits, uh, increased strength, heart health, endurance, looking mm. the way I want to look. Um, but also for, for me, I mean, I work one-on-one -on -one with clients for a big part of the day. And when I go to the gym, that's my only time where it's me time, where I can put on some music or put on a podcast or get out of the house. Um, so it yeah. really is a, a strong, like it's, it's for me. And a lot of people either don't see that, or maybe they don't, that's not the reason they go. So they don't believe it. Mm, I find there's quite a few points that I uh, want to touch on what you shared here, Michael, right? As when people, if someone's sending you that message of uh, don't do this, don't do that, why are you doing this? Um, this is my philosophy, right? With everything, my encouragement for the person asking is actually what does it bring up for them? And whenever I find a, a reaction inside of me that's frustration or anger or uh, judgment, I instead of going outwards of, okay, Michael, why are you doing this thing? Don't post these gym selfies. You're so vain. Go, okay, what is it going inside of me? What's yeah. what's coming up inside of me? Um, that's number one. And then what you shared about uh, that self-trust, that's such a big key. And the earlier question you asked, right, of if someone's thinking, why do I even need to bother with working out, exercise, nutrition, it's, it's really building that self-trust. Is going okay. I, I set myself up to go to the gym maybe two times a week, three times a week, even once a week, or going for a walk. I set myself up to eat uh, this healthy meal at a certain time, and then you do it. Wow, yeah. there's something inside of you that goes, Okay, I can believe in this guy, I can believe in him. Yeah, and what else is self confidence if not the ability that to believe in yourself? And if you want to believe in yourself, then make yourself a commitment, make yourself a promise, and then do it right just like yeah. anybody else like your best friend if you had a friend yeah. who kept saying oh i'm going to do this for you and they never did it do you trust that person do you believe in them no and it's the same thing with your relationship with yourself yeah, yeah. well one caveat i don't want to add it here too is also it's not uh we talk of it right as if it's this uh it can sound like yeah just go out there and just do this thing it's it's it's, it's a journey it takes time it takes effort it takes commitment and there'll be times you're going to fall off that's okay um, and a big part why we do what we do, Ryan Michael, and why there are so many coaches out there, support groups, is to help you build those steps. Because if a lot of times I see a lot of people struggle with is going, okay, well, Michael, Jared, they've they just been they're gym guys, they know what to do in the gym, they got it. Um, I remember the amount of time I spent four years. I don't know how much you know of this four years, Michael, of struggling, trying in the gym, doing all these different things going on YouTube, falling off track, trying weird diets, um, going on for 10K runs, um, 20K runs, cutting up foods, binge eating. I went through a lot of hardship and struggle to get to where I'm at today. Yeah. So just give yourself some grace of going, okay, if this is what I want, it's not going to happen overnight. It is going to take time. And ideally, if you can find support people around you, accountability, it just smooths it out so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy you mentioned that. And it was, it was, it wasn't four years for me, but it was probably like around there that, like I said at the beginning, I felt I had to, and it was just this icky, like, oh, I have to go. 
that's this thing I have to do, right? Versus yeah. it becoming not to say that I always want to go. I don't, especially in the winter when it's cold out. I definitely don't want to do it. But like yeah. when I've created it so that it's not such a bad experience, like I said, for me, I've just put on like I make a great playlist and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm excited to go so I can listen to this playlist yeah. or listen to the next episode of my favorite podcast. But yeah, you you do have to like that's why it's such mindset work. Like if you can change your mind around this experience and make it a little bit less scary or a little bit more fun or give yourself a reward, right? Like mm. building those habits, it does make it a little bit better. Again, not to say it's always easy because I do not want to mislead anyone. It's yeah. certainly not always easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's definitely, yeah, exactly that, right? It's not always easy um, for anyone, even people who have done for years. Um, a, a big mindset shift I found really powerful. Um, I'm ha happy to share is uh, they've probably heard of this, other people too, is changing the mindset of I have to, right? If I have to do this thing because I need to look a certain way to, man, I get to do this thing. Yeah. I get to look after my body. I get to, wow, I can, if you have four limbs that you can move, wow, I get to celebrate this. I get to do this thing. I have the opportunity to look after myself, to eat well. Um, and it changes the dynamic. It becomes a celebration of your body to go, wow, I get to do this thing rather than the, We've all experienced this, the energy of, man, I really don't want to do this, but I have to do it anyway because I need to get abs to please other people or yes. I need to lose weight to please other people. But now it goes, actually, man, I get to celebrate my body. I get to work out. I get to feel good um, and I get to fit into my clothes better. Um, doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I get to do this for me. And you brought something else up that I like, if I am in that, I have to energy, like, oh, I don't want to, but I have to like, so if I go at night, I prefer going in the morning, but if I go at night, it's, 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 it's a struggle for me to be honest, but yeah. I will do this. It's, it's an, I have to not, it's almost like I'm going to be disappointed in myself, right? It's like, oh, I know that I'll yeah. be disappointed because I told myself, I promised myself, I made a commitment that I would do this. And if I don't do it, it's like, I, I would be, it's just, it's not for anyone else. It's for myself. So there's a, there's a bit of a difference there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk to anyone out there who's listening or watching us and, you know, maybe they are, they have some kind of routine, if it's a fitness routine or a class or something that they're doing to, to work on their body. Um, mm. Do you think, Jared, that there are good reasons, quote unquote, good reasons to <laughs> work on your body versus bad reasons? And if so, what are they? Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a really interesting one. I feel there's, I like putting it as there's reasons that serve you and reasons that don't serve you. Um, obviously, we both done the journey of self-loathing, right? Of yeah. you're just shaming, shaming yeah. yourself to look a certain way. Yeah. Um, and it created some form of change. It worked in some manner, but ultimately it doesn't serve you for the long run. So I would say the ones that don't serve you would be things like you're looking at yourself in the mirror. You, and you're calling yourself me, you, you're ugly, you're fat, you're unattractive, you're not good enough. You need to do get in shape because you're never going to find anyone else. Otherwise, you're never, never going to find love. All of those things, self-criticism, it's actually, even if you do get there, even if you do lose the weight, you're still going to be feeling the same. You're still going to feel all those feelings. Nothing's going to change. And then if we can rewire it to reasons that support you, serve you as, hey, uh, I want to look after my health. I am worthy. I'm worth celebrating. I am good enough. I deserve to eat well. My body deserves this. Um, can I go a bit of a spiel on this, Michael? Yeah, <laughs> please do. Please go for it. If, if you're... so. I see this, I see this as, okay, if you're not looking after your body, looking after yourself, if you're not doing all this, you're not just doing yourself a disservice, but to the whole world a disservice. And what comes in this world oftentimes is we don't feel, okay, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. What It doesn't matter. But the truth is that we all, every single, every single one of us, we all have our inherent gifts. We all have our worth, a voice, expression that needs to be shared. And if we're not serving, looking after our body, our health, and giving ourselves, lifting ourselves up, the whole world misses out on you. And the more you can embrace that, go, okay, I am worthy of these changes, everything shifts for the better.
That is such a huge point. Um, what what do we call that? Like when you don't, I, I say giving yourself permission to really shine, right? So many people mm. will want that, but then it's almost like on one hand they want it, but on the other hand, they hold themselves back uh, because they don't yeah. give themselves permission to, you know, to have confidence, to look good, to have the career, to have the money, to have the relationship yeah. even, right? It's not just with fitness, yeah. but so often like you say you want it, but, but yet on another level, we hold ourselves back. So that's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing I see that actually truly holds people back is not the workout program, it's not the nutrition diet plan, it's actually believing you're, you can do it, that you're worthy. Um, and just full transparency here, right? We, I still fight with this in different areas of my yeah. life every day. You're, okay, um, but then uh, even say right now, Michael, right, I can tell myself there's a voice that can go, okay, people are not going to, People are not going to care about this about what I'm saying here, what value is it bringing. But I go, okay, I did not go through every single struggle I have gone through, Michael. I did not go through all that pain for no reason. I did not go through that for no reason. I'm here. If I don't share this, if I don't truly put myself out there, there's someone out there in this, who's listening to this right now who probably needs to hear this. And I need to put my own stuff aside and go, I'm going to do this thing and serve this person. And when we go into back to the question right good or bad reason the good yeah. reasons the reasons that serve you to go wow okay um who in your life right now is looking up to you there's probably some gay teenager someone that's whoever you are listening someone that actually you're their role model if you're not looking after yourself what sort of example are you setting for this person who do you want to be Maybe it's family, friends, lovers, people around you. They want you to function at your best. So those are great reasons. Wow, I need, to, I want to, I want to look after my body. I want to be the best I can to love the people I can the best way possible. I want to show up in this world, express myself, give of myself. And those are all powerful driving forces. And when you can dive on in and find that deeper why to go, okay, this is why I'm doing this. Boom, it becomes so much easier. And confidence is going to grow. If you go down the other track of shame, you're fat, you're unattractive, you're ugly, you can never do this. What's the point? But I need to go work out anyway. I just need to lose weight because I, I'm i not good enough. That's going to go get you down this rabbit hole. And it's uh, not a fun place to be. Definitely not. Yeah. And I've been there. And, and you know what? I'm happy that you, you said that. Sure. You can get results that way. And exactly mm. your point. You're just going to have the great body and still hate yourself. So yeah what's, what's the difference right you're still gonna be a complete yeah. to yourself so that's why it's really important that you do both at the same time you clean up your mind i call it like cleaning up your mindset and and doing that at the same time because then you have yeah. the you know you achieve your goal whatever that may be and not only that but you're gonna like love yourself you're actually gonna have a good relationship with yourself regardless of the body yeah yeah totally totally and and this is uh i see this in a school of thought right sometimes people go okay uh, I don't want to work on myself. I don't want to do these things because I love myself. I'm grateful for where things are at. But this is paradox of we can do both. Yeah. Why can't you? Why can't we be super grateful? Okay, I'm really grateful for where I'm at right now, and I'm also working towards this and celebrating every step of the way. Yeah, very very well said. I I like to say um, like mm. I'm grateful for where I am. Like I love where I am, and I'm eager for more right like why what's wrong I with love that? it's not like oh i hate where i am therefore i need to be over there because i hate where i am it's like no i love where i am but hey why not also be over there why not try that goal and again this applies not just to fitness but anything in life right like mm. sure my life is great the way it is right now i could stop doing everything and you know just, i'll be very happy but mm. i don't think humans are built that way i think we're built to expand to grow to try to challenge ourselves like that's just at least that's how i'm built that's how i feel and that doesn't mean that i'm not grateful yeah. or that i don't like don't like things the way they are i am but like but mm. what else is there right yeah yeah expansion growth and that's part of that gratitude the more gratitude we bring right expansion and growth and i, I totally same thing right as if we're not growing and expanding where we're not uh I see it as a it's a natural progress of our of our lives, our journeys, right? Like, yeah, plants, flowers, trees. <laughs> and since we're talking about confidence, what what else builds mm -hmm. confidence than to set a challenge for yourself and then go about the 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 task of trying whether you achieve it or not? I don't think really matters, but at least trying. Mm -hmm. Like, it's that I'm going to take action towards this thing that matters to me, whatever that is. 
that really does yeah. build confidence. Whether you achieve the goal or not, it still builds confidence to do something for yourself simply because you want to. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And the more you put yourself outside that we've got the comfort zone, right? Um, and yeah. you stretch yourself, you set yourself up this goal, even though it's scary, you don't know what you're doing, but going for it. Because every time that you pull yourself back, this is, I, I see this as an intuitive urge, like this impulse intuition inside all of us going, I want this thing. And if you shove it away and say, no, I can't have it. Yeah. That's when your confidence can go down every yeah. single time you go, I don't deserve that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Downward spiral. Yeah, because what that signals to yourself is I'm not worth it, which is the opposite of self-worth. It's like, oh, I have this thing, but I'm not going to go for it. Like the, the subtle message you're giving to yourself is I'm not worth that desire. I'm not worth going for that thing. And mm -hmm. what else is going to erode your sense of self-worth more than just ignoring the things that you truly authentically want for yourself? Mm -hmm. right? And that's, yeah, the big encouragement, embrace that. If you have that calling, like I want to do this thing, embrace it, allow yourself um, and probably those messages are going to come inside your head going, you're too vain, you shouldn't want this, you shouldn't want that. Push it aside, trust that in, in a voice, trust that. Yeah. yeah, good. Okay, I wanted to share a few of my my reasons. I know we went off a little off topic there, but it was a good conversation. Yeah. Um, I want to share some of mine. So uh, a few, what is it, months ago, um, I sent an email mm -hmm. out to my, to my uh, list every Friday. And one of them mm -hmm. was, um, you know, my reasons why I go to the gym, reasons... Uh, why I did and why I do now. And so I wanted to say some that I had here from that from that email. So some that I think need some work, aka maybe not the most useful. Um, all my friends are bulking up and I don't want to be left out. Okay. Um, I need to get abs so that fill in the blank person will find me attractive. Mm -hmm. um, I'm afraid my boyfriend will leave me for someone hotter. And I'll be happy when I'm fit or I'll be happy when I lose the weight, whatever, whatever you want to say. I'll be happy when dot, dot, dot. Okay. So those ones, I think they need a little bit of work. I'll work with my clients on that. Like, let's dig into that one a bit more um, versus ones that I think I like and ones that I, I feel good about. If someone says this to me, then I'll, su I'll support that is I want to feel proud of myself. I want to feel good in my body. I want to improve my overall health. I want to develop more self-discipline. I want to try something new. I want to be more social. So those are some of the differences between useful yeah. reasons and maybe not so useful reasons. Yeah, yeah. And what you notice there, right, is uh, all the useful ones I see, it's, it's all the ones going, actually, I'm going for this thing, the life and life I want to live versus the other one is all running away from a problem, running yes. away. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. But yeah, very good observation. All right, Jared, let's yeah. talk about what prevents people from feeling more body confident. Oh, prevents people from feeling body confident? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons, but what are, what are some of the big ones that you think that you see in, in your practice? Um, number one is the nonstop comparison. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're looking at models on Instagram and you're looking at people who do it for a living, whatever that is, and you're comparing yourself or maybe even to friends too, right? You're comparing yourself going, okay, I don't look this way. I need to look this way. Um, that is going to erode your body confidence, no matter how far you go on the journey, no matter how good you look, you're always that you're always going to fall short. Um, that's probably number one. Um, number two is we touched on this, right? Is not allowing yourself to want to look good, not shaming yourself. You kind of shame yourself for both things. You shame yourself for wanting to look good. And you also shame yourself for not looking good enough. And then you're just constantly just going in this deep shame and it gets worse and worse over time. Um, but we would encourage that. Oh, so, you know, you go into this, for example, thoughts of, uh, I want to look good, but no, um, I shouldn't do that. It's vain. Um, yeah. You're criticizing yourself every day. So you wake up in the morning. You see yourself in the mirror. You criticize yourself. I want to do something about this, but no, uh, that's not going to make a difference anyway. I uh, I want to look good, but no, I don't deserve that. That's vain. That's selfish. And then you just end up staying stuck. Yeah. And you don't just end up staying stuck. It actually gets worse over time from what I've, I've seen from the people that reach out to me. Um, number three, though, is telling yourself every day, I'm going to do this thing. 
I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to start eating well and then not do anything. Every single time you set yourself up, going, I'm going to do this thing and then you don't do it. Body confidence, not just body confidence, your whole confidence is going to decline. Um, number four is surrounding yourself with the wrong people. So if you're trying to exercise and eat well and your partner or friends are we see this all the time, people out at a party, at a friend's gathering, and then my clients are trying to eat healthy and trying to do something good, and then people shame them. Why don't you just have another slice of cake? You're so boring. Why are you doing this? If you're surrounding yourself with people that don't support you for your goals, it's going to make you worse off as well. So surround yourself with the wrong people. Um, that's probably the biggest ones I've seen um, body confidence-wise. Um the self-talk as well is a big one, right? So how you talk to yourself, are you bringing awareness to how you're talking with yourself or are you just, is that critical voice going on and you're just believing it? Yeah. Is there that critical voice that's just nonstop going, you're not good enough, you're unattractive, you look stupid, you sound, <laughs> you don't look good, you look fat to the shirt, all of that, and you're not being bringing awareness to it. Um but then this also goes to the last point is also this is very difficult, right, Michael, is when you're feeling that pain, we have to acknowledge it. You can't run away from it. If there's a voice inside that's constantly, you, you don't feel good enough, you're telling yourself about clothing not fitting, your clothing size is getting larger, things aren't going well, pushing it away only makes things worse. And I see this a lot where people go, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. I've put on 30 pounds, for example. I don't want to think about it because I don't want to step on the scales because I don't want to I don't want to see it. But then what goes on, it's like putting, I see this as you've got a drawer, a, a drawer inside and you've got a bunch of rubbish sitting there, rotten food. You shove it away. I don't see it, so it doesn't matter. But then you're inside your room and something's stinking. The whole room's stinking. Yeah. And that's the same thing if you don't address it. It takes a lot of courage. This is where getting someone to help is really powerful. It takes courage to face those fears. But I can promise if you can allow yourself to face it, that's when changes truly happen. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take the garbage out of the drawer if you don't look at it. It's just going to sit there. You have to take it out of the drawer or you have to at least look at it before you take yeah. it out of the drawer, right? Yeah. Very well said. I, I think that there's a lot of, I, the number one was the social media in comparison. Is that what you had said? Yeah, social yeah. media, comparison, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's the number one that I see as well is a comparison, not just social media, but definitely Instagram makes it hard and grinder and porn, um, mm. Twitter, whatever, whatever, whatever it is you're, you're, you're looking at definitely is um, a problem for a lot of people because they have these unrealistic standards of what they think, I'm going to say what they think an attractive mm. man is. And then they believe that. I'm so happy you worded it the way you did when you said, you know, believing those thoughts. It's one thing to have thoughts. It's a completely other thing to believe everything your brain wants to throw you. And one of the things I teach is to question your mind. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, wait a minute. Is that true? Is that thought serving me? Is that belief helping me? No? Okay, well, we need to work on that. But a lot of people don't do that. And, you know, they kind of just sit in their mind and, and let, it, let them throw criticism at them. So let's go back to the social media thing. And comparison. Yeah, I think, I, think I see. No. I see that as a as a really tough one. So let's dig into that. What would you say to someone uh, who's listening to us mm -hmm. now and thinking, "Oh yeah, that's me." Uh, I you know I'm comparing myself negatively and falling short compared to everyone, their friends, their the actors they watch in porn on Twitter on Grinder. Uh, what would you say to them to help them out? Yeah, I would really be. This is aware of what you are consuming. So start to really build okay if you're following someone on instagram an example is it just all these others have you just seen all these images that make you feel worse off if you start to compare yourself and you're not getting value so maybe the post is literally that you're just doing a comparison you're not reading it if there's not something inspiring motivating you maybe do an unfollow maybe it's not helping you it's not motivating you um it comes back to the as well with the buckets right of that definition is go okay what are you questioning for yourself what does how do you want to look and feel and really going deep in there how what truly means good for you 
Um, and the more you can step away from all of that social media, even say pornography, Twitter, whatever it is, the step away from it and look inward more and find out what truly means success for you, what truly means, what is that big why for you, has helps a lot with this. Um, and on a share, for example, a lot of our, I got a message recently uh, from someone um, saying, hey, uh, you're saying that you need to be building body confidence and look good naked. Isn't that, uh, that's not body positive because you're saying you have to look a certain way to uh, feel body confident. And the truth is uh, you don't have to look a certain way. You have to look whatever way you want to look for you. Um, a lot of the people we help, right, for example, um, they just want to lose 30 pounds. They just want to fit into clothing. Awesome. That For them, that's their looking good naked. Heck, let's go. Let's make that happen. Um, so when you're really clear on how you want to look and feel for yourself, it starts to bulletproof you from the, the outside world. But if you don't do that digging, if you don't actually know how you want to look and feel, you're not unclear, you're just constantly consuming, and that's all you use to determine your self-worth, that's going to spiral you down. Yeah, 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 very well said. And I think what makes it harder is that mm. when we are bombarded with images from the media or from like mass media of what an attractive mm. body should look like, then it's hard to, it's, it's kind of hard to figure out, wait, wait a minute, like what do I want versus what is being like implanted? Yeah. In my brain, right? what, what am I being brainwashed with versus what do I actually think looks good? Like that, that can be a, a a lot to ask yourself, but it is worth it to really say, am I actually actually attracted to this or am, am mm. I just sort of being brainwashed here? Yeah, and there, there was the other episode I listened to you, Matt and Kellen, go into, right, is that uh, six-pack abs, muscle, all of that, that's just one way of looking. And that isn't the way that, yeah. and, and exactly what you shared, media to go, we will we brought up with that and then it goes, okay, this is how I need to look, but that's not true. Yeah. And the more that you share the hard work of questioning ourselves, that starts to push that aside. Yeah. And, and to your point, body positivity and body confidence could be someone that is jacked and have the abs and blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, that's, that's an aspect of it. And it's also someone who's older, who's hairy, who's maybe, you know, 200 pounds like whatever that may be or it's also someone who's maybe really skinny and frail looking but they can be very body confident as well mm. we just need to include more uh different and diverse body types and ages not just types but ages as well and races yeah 100 i 100 percent so so for exactly what you shared um the big part right this this really needs to change is exactly what you shared their body en encompassing every single person shape size and being actually who are you not to love yourself who are you to give yourself that criticism to say you're not good enough you're you don't uh, you have to look a certain way please 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 uh the more we can find ways to push that aside bring it to ourselves go actually i'm worthy of love i can look i can i feel proud of myself that's awesome and what you shared right is uh I know people who are actually my past self or people who are in the, in the classic looking a certain way, the, the classic definition of um, fitness who have really low self-worth. They don't feel good in their bodies. And then I've also had clients who, you know, they're still maybe 10, 20, 30 pounds overweight. Um, they've lost 20 pounds, but they feel incredible. They love themselves. And that's awesome. That is brilliant. And then we need more of that in this world. Yeah. And that's the energy of confidence. So it's, it's, so we talk about this a lot, especially recently talked about that energetic attraction uh, and confidence is it's not about mm. the look. It's about how you think and feel confidence just comes from the mm. thought. I look good. You can look good in any yeah. body you want. It's just, you need to believe it, obviously. So yeah, you know what? I look good yeah. today. I, I like the shirt on me. I'm feeling good. And the way you show up in the world, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you enter a room yeah. is going to exude confidence. It has nothing to do with whether you have a six pack or not. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Every single word of that. Yeah. Okay. So, so Jared, what would you say to someone who is on this journey and like, a, like, a you know, wanting to look good naked, um, how would do you, when you're working with clients, make sure that they're like staying connected to themselves along this process? Uh, I ask them lots of hard questions. 
So every decision around making sure that bringing that yourself, so asking them the questions of, okay, so what's the big why behind this? Are you clear on the big why? Are you clear on the direction you're going and why do you want this? And we go layers deep, right? Why again? Why again? Why, 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 why? That just brings that connection in there. Um, but also, I think just having that community support. So we have, we just like you, Michael, right? We have a group of gay men all working towards their bodies, their confidence, their fitness, nutrition. Um, you're surrounded by other gay men who are building this confidence, and that helps a lot of that that connection. Go, okay, I'm on this journey. I'm looking after me, um, and which I just bring it back. I bring it back to the big why. Always bring it back. Okay, why is this important for you? Why is this important yeah. for you? Um, and also giving that grace, right? So sometimes people come in and thinking it's going to be this simple straight line journey, but going, okay, we're going to expect ups and downs as it's part of it, as part of the process and bring that into, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's your number one was my number one. My, my number one here is stay connected to yeah. your why, right? Uh, why are you doing this? So that's that's my number one. The second thing I would say is uh, tailor your social media following, um, like kind of go through mm. and do a like a uh, an audit. I call it an audit, right? If like you said, if it, if if you are looking at something and it's making you feel shitty about yourself, ask yourself why you're following it in the first place, um, and then you know unfollow. And then at the same time, find other accounts maybe that that inspire you, right? Instead of that make you feel mm. crap. So two is. Mm tailor your your inputs like your environment um three would be separate your self-worth from your appearance so your worthiness has nothing to do with what you look like uh mm -hmm. your worthiness is is a separate thing altogether you are worthy because you are here and you are alive on this earth so you're worthy uh, it does not come from your appearance um and then the fourth thing i have is to celebrate your wins for you first right so if you make it to the gym, if you do whatever, you know, program you're on, even if you don't, you know, always celebrate those wins for you first, even the small ones. A lot of times I find people don't even celebrate the small wins and you have to really mm -hmm. learn to celebrate yourself and like acknowledge yourself and appreciate yourself. And that's part of the internal validation. That's part of giving yourself that validation yeah. saying, yeah, you know what? I didn't do my full, you know, 10,000 steps today or whatever it is, but I got halfway there. That's pretty good. It's better than nothing, right? It, celebrating yeah. those little wins is really helpful. That's a, that's a big thing. I totally forgot about that one, Michael, right? So it's celebration. Yeah, we have a celebrate every single time, every group session, every conversation. We always start off. If you're not celebrating those small steps, oh, boy, it's going to be a hard journey. Yeah. Um, the more you can celebrate those little things, exactly what you shared about, you show up to the gym. Even if, you, even, even if the workout didn't go the way you wanted, Awesome. Wow. You went to the gym yeah. today when you didn't go to the gym last week. Fantastic. If you um, had a serving of vegetable when you don't usually eat vegetables, awesome. Celebrate that. That's all, that's all good stuff. And without that celebration, yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. I actually, uh, I love when, when I'm at the gym and guys will come up to me and be like, I'm listening to your podcast yeah. right now. I'm like, that's, ah. that's such a trip. I love it. I absolutely love it. So I, I know I'm talking to those guys now. Um, but yeah, I think it's great. And, and like I was saying, I go, one, another thing I would, I would add is, like I said earlier, is to make it fun for yourself. Do something to make it fun for yourself, right? For me, it's a podcast or a playlist. Um, also, yeah. my gym has a has a nice sauna and steam. So if it's the winter, especially, I live in Canada. Yeah. So if it's the winter, I will definitely take advantage of that. Like I find ways to make it not a tedious, awful experience. Yeah, of course. Make it more fun. Make it more enjoyable. Music, sauna, all, all yeah. of that. That's, I love that. Yes, yeah. it's beautiful. Okay, and then I want to talk a little bit about the the validation, right? So you know, it's mm -hmm. it's really easy, and I find myself, you know, loving as we all do, getting swept up in this external validation. So I remember when I first started yeah. getting that, that attention, when I started that body transformation years ago, and people were saying, "Oh wow, like you know, you look different. You look good." Blah blah blah. And I, you know, there was more. Like I said, grinder messages, more dates, more Instagram followers, all this stuff was happening. It's really easy because it gets, it feels good, right? It's a, it's a dopamine hit, right? Um, mm. And it naturally feels good and it's supposed to, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But how do you make sure you don't get swept away in that where it really takes over? Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. So 
when those things happen, I encourage people to just soak it in. If you're getting a compliment, uh, please don't reject it. Please don't say, I don't care. It doesn't matter. So I don't care. Soak it in. If someone says, hey, your butt looks good. Your arms look better. Hey, you look like you've lost weight. Whatever that is, go, yeah, wow, awesome. Fist bump. Use that dopamine um, because that's going to encourage you to continue to keep on going. Um, what happens, though, is when you lose your why and you lose yourself, right? So you lose your why and you only focus on that. That becomes your only thing. Um, and you stop, you don't listen to how you talk to yourself, you don't actually bring it back to your inner voice, that's what's going to get really hard, right? Um, and that includes, that goes both ways, because if you're seeking that validation on a daily basis, and that's all you look for, if someone comes along and says, hey, have you gained a few pounds? Uh, hey, your shirt looks a bit funny on you. That is going to cut you, cut your heart like, like a knife, because or what we talked about earlier, right, that become become this thing. Um, but if you can, I would say, soak it in, be like, hey, thank you, thank you for the compliment, absorb it, use it, awesome, and then carry on, carry on with uh, your intention. Honestly, Jared, I don't even think it's it's even getting, like, a negative comment. I think it's just the lack of the validation, like, even if it just ah. becomes silent, <clears throat> even that is enough to drive people, like, oh, my gosh, like, why am I not getting it? It almost becomes, like, like an addiction, right? Dopamine doesn't last long. You get the hit and then it goes away. And if you get addicted yeah. to it in that way, you're going to constantly get in that behavior, which is kind of what a, where addictions would come from. Mm. You're constantly mm. going to that same source, right? So it's not even like someone says something negative, although if they do, God help you, <laughs> that's going to really yeah. affect you. It's almost like if people don't say anything, that that in and of itself has the same damaging effect to your self-confidence. Yeah, yeah. So when you're not when you're not hearing anything, yeah. right? Um, uh, I'm personally, I don't know, uh, words of affirmation. I'm someone. My love language, words of affirmation, right? Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, um, and that can be tricky when you're not when you're not hearing everything, right? Uh, I feel there's a few things that can bulletproof this, Michael. Is when you find even so, you, you build that for yourself, right? Internal validation. And then you also make sure the people that you're surrounding yourself with are the ones that lift you up and support you. Yeah. Uh, my my husband, uh, Tommy, um, he doesn't care how much I work out or how if I, you know, I've, I've gone through phases, right? Um, he doesn't care how I'm looking. Like he doesn't doesn't really phase him. Um, and when you can find someone that just loves you and find someone that gives you that support, it's really powerful. Um, but of course, if you don't have that, you build that in for yourself first. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. So Jared, this has been a really awesome conversation. I want to thank you for, for coming today and joining us. Um, people are probably going to wonder where they can find you, how they can locate you. So tell the audience where they can get hold of you. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for having me here, Michael. Absolute honor. I've been uh, following you guys for quite a while as well. Uh, great to be here. So for anyone that's listening, if you feel connected with anything I've shared today and you want some support here, there's a few parts. You can add me, follow me on Instagram, Jared Bruce Lee, J-A-R-R-O-D, Bruce Lee. Uh, we have a free checklist, which starts off checklist of body confidence, fitness, nutrition, mindset, support, the key areas that you want to focus on to start to build yourself up inside and out body confidence wise. Um, from there, when you complete that checklist, uh, we can actually direct you to a few free resources to help you along with your journey. Um, so the best way is for you to just reach out. The, my DMs are always open. Send, let me know that you found me from the podcast here with michael and uh happy to be here and serve be of, be of service awesome yeah you're doing really good work jared i'm really happy that uh that you're on the scene and you're you're spreading all this wonderful information and helping people uh look good naked i think that's a wonderful <laughs> when i read that i'm like oh my gosh yes i'm so happy that you're so unashamed about it that's, that's a wonderful thing thank you yeah <laughs> thank you michael thank you and and uh can i leave one last message to of course it's just uh Please, 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 wherever you're at, no matter how hard it might feel, it can feel like you're lost, you're, it's hopeless, you can't make changes. I just want you to know there's support out here that you can make changes, you can feel better. Um, I remember times when I felt like nothing was going to change, but just have that ray of hope, reach out to someone for help. Um, this is my love and support that to believe in yourself. Beautiful.
Thank you so much. Okay. So uh, viewer listener, thank you for joining us on this episode. Um, I'm going to put all of Jared's contact information in the show notes. So just go uh, click there. You'll I'll, I'll link his Instagram there. Uh, you can find him. Um, and if you did enjoy this podcast, please give us a five-star rating. And if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment. We will be replying. Uh, so that's all we've got for you guys today. Thank you so much and have a great rest of the day. Bye-bye.